we're live? Yeah, this yeah. This is fucking amazing. Dude. This is, you can't, you don't have a camera here. You should like take a picture of this to show it. This is a very specific movie. Yeah. From 2002 that I had never heard of. Yeah. Um, I, it's just, I had an idea of what I wanted to talk about today and it's all gone. <laughs> this is, uh, the tagline, this is Truman Capote's Children on Their Birthdays. The tagline is, sometimes extraordinary things happen in the most ordinary places. Mm. I love a good generic tagline. You know, I love a good tagline that's just like, just says some shit that sounds profound, but it's not. You know what that is? That tagline is exactly uh, every bad bitch's Instagram caption. Yeah, sometimes. Extraordinary. (laughs) Right? Like, how pathetic... Like it's like yeah, you're really trying to sell me on this. It's not yeah. working. Seriously, no. You yeah. know that reminds me of Cat Williams' bit on um, like he he's he jokes about how like uh, uh, big pharma has everybody on drugs, and he'd yeah. be like, you're watching TV at like one in the morning, and yeah. they'll ask you questions like, uh, do you care about your family? Yeah, <laughs> yeah, 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 yeah. It's like oh, fucking. Of course yeah. we do. You're not gonna trick me with this bullshit, dude. <laughs> that being said. I want to watch this movie now. Yeah. I, so maybe I, it works. Actually, maybe it works. Because like, what does that mean? Children on their birthdays. Like, like, yeah. so I'm, I'm, does it just follow? Like, is it just one day? Like the whole movie? <laughs> or like multiple kids? Bir- like a series of children oh. falling on a... That's a creepy movie. Yo, you know what? It could be, it could be like a, like a, a, it's probably like a, a rich kid that gets everything but is unhappy and like a super poor kid that gets like one small thing. And they're so happy, happy to compare. Like just like following different It's a morality tale. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Do you think? I think it's a morality tale. I think it's about a guy who has to dress up as uh, Spider-Man and goes to different <laughs> children's birthday parties. That and he awful. just wants, and he wants to kill himself. Because this is because he has a theater degree, and this is all he this is all he does. He's forty seven years old. He's forty seven years old, and he's just like children on their fucking birthdays. The funny thing is, is that's one of those. Jo- I was like, like, like I found out, um, or I guess we all kind of found out in the last uh, decade or so that like garbage men make more than like a lot of teachers and shit. Yeah, yeah. And uh, apparently, like those jobs, like the top guys that are like dressing up as like Barney for like kids' birthday parties, yeah. especially if you're like in like. The richer areas of like New York or LA, like apparently, dude, they are cleaning. Up. Oh, for sure, like six, for sure, multiple fucking six figures. Like it's, yeah. it's kind of crazy. I mean, if you got it, if you got the talent, you might as well. I mean, yeah, yeah. I, I'm not surprised at all if they make a lot of money because rich people will pay a lot for anything. Yeah, <laughs> dog. If you could do crowd work with children, bro, that's yeah. the skill, right? Damn, that is kind of yeah. How do you? Because like. I love that you bring that up because there's not a lot of great examples of like really good crowd work where like someone's not being made fun of. Mm-hmm. And like, how do you, so how do you do that with kids? I make fun of them. <laughs> I 100%. I bully the fuck out of these children. <laughs> you short leg motherfucker, get a job. That's what I do. It works. I get. I, mean, I do it as Spider Man too. Do, yeah. 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 <laughs> oh, and that's a good point. If you can, like, if you if you're like a yo for like if you're if you're like a 
a gymnast who was like better than everyone in like high school and college, but not quite as good for like fucking like the Olympics or some shit. Yeah, yeah. This is like, dude, doing like spider, like if you like moved to Beverly Hills and did that shit for people's birthday and you can do all the flips and shit. Yeah. You, that's money. Damn. That's big money. An actor gymnast, bro. If you're doing that, dude, don't, I mean, I, and you want, uh, I guess your hours, oh, now I'm worried. Like, I should start working out. That's what I got from that. Seriously, I should start working out. Yo, if you like literally learn how to do like a backflip. Yeah. You could like, yeah, you could. Oh, yeah. I should just do that. Yeah, yeah you're right. You're right. I should just learn how to do a backflip. Yeah. <laughs> thanks, OC. Thanks for this. Thanks for these fucking career tips, dog. Like, it's like how, how's comedy going for you? Um, yeah, it's going well. You know what you should do? <laughs> do this for your little sketches, huh? Why don't you do, why don't you do some backflips? Thanks. Thanks, Uncle OC. Thanks. You have no idea. Cosplay shit. Now it's just like all like hot girls wearing Spider Man costumes. Oh yeah, yeah. See, that's okay. Yeah. (laughs) If I had tits, I would show them off too. Yeah. Hot girls, dude. Hot girls are are invading like every industry now. Yeah. You know, and it's not their fault. It's our fault. Yeah. It's our fault because if we as a society decided that there's no market for just looks, but actually real talent, then. It wouldn't be a problem, right? Yeah, because it, it doesn't even matter like what the industry is. She could she could be a heart surgeon or, uh, uh you know, knitting sweaters or some shit. Whatever. Yeah. Like if on, she's hot, she's making money. Yeah, and and the first three seconds of those videos, regardless of the of the profession, yeah. is gonna be like zoned in yeah. on her ass. That, exactly. That, that's the yeah. craziest part. And it doesn't I'm, even matter what she. And does. you know what? When I say our fault, I am including myself. <laughs> Same. I'm not. I'm not like. I have no. I have. I'm not like. I'm not so like delusional. Think well, like you know, these women. No, it's me clicking. It's me clicking. It's I'm part of the problem here. There is no solution. The solution is I get. I have to be a better person. Fuck that, dude. Let me see some titties, bro. You know the best show I'm watching. I'm watching. I'm doing multiple seasons of this. The best show ever created, I think, is the Dallas Cowboys cheerleaders making the team. Dude, it's so good. Yes. It's like there's like uh, there's competition. Yeah. There's camaraderie. Uh, there's like uh, high stakes. Every every episode, someone is crying yeah. because they care. There's like there's uh, stories about people. There's underdog. Yeah. And also there's like tits and ass. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> the one the one the uh, the last place I was living in, there was like three free channels on like the Roku yes. TV thing, and it was like one of the free ones. So like. Yep. If like like if I'm like at my boredest board, it's like I just know that there's gonna be a Dallas fucking Cowboys yeah. cheerleader. It's like thing. Pluto TV, yeah. right? It's on Pluto yeah. TV on repeat over and over again yep. on the free channels. Yep. And I just take it edible and I just get fucking lit. I'm like, this is so yeah. fucking good. It's kind of crazy. The the older like the main older lady that's the the like instructor yeah. or whatever. Yeah. It's kind of crazy how she's like the, even the madame. She's like, she's like a she's yeah. like a she's like a a brothel. Like, yeah, seriously. <laughs> Or foreman. No, it's, it's not. It's not. It's it's. She takes her job so seriously. Yeah, no, it's it's wild. And it's like like even like she's like maybe their average age is probably like twenty two, and she's probably like forty five. But like she's consistently either the hottest person in the room or like maybe second or third. You're revealing a lot about yourself right now. Yeah. <laughs> oh yeah. Oh my my listeners my listeners know I'm a I'm a I'm I'm a cougar man. Oh no, nice nice. They know. I'm they know. I'm, I love that. I. No, I there's something about like I don't I don't know what it she's is. Hot. She's like, hot. She's hot. 
The like uh you know the um dude um what's the the one guy that uh, blew up for like a couple years because he was like he would he wouldn't go anywhere without like twenty fucking girls. The social media guy, uh, Dan Bilzerian. Oh yeah, yeah 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 yeah. Um he he's he's one of those guys that that I, like I'm on the total other side where it's just like man you really find like bimbo 21 year olds like interesting yeah i don't think he finds them interesting <laughs> i don't think like, i don't think that's why they're hanging around because they're interesting though. but you know because like you know they say like everything every everybody that you're around like it, it rubs off on you and this and that so it's like what happens to you when like all day every day the only people you're around is 21 year old women um well, you're either you're either like very very dumb or very very yeah. smart, <laughs> yeah. right? You're either really dumb. This is the only this is the only way you can like bond with someone intellectually, or you're really smart. You're like you're you're a professor at a college. Yeah, like that's the only two reasons Seriously. why you. No, that's that's literally yeah. That's as a forty year old man. Yeah. yeah, you are like there's only three men in your forties that are constantly around twenty one year old women. You're literally yeah. either a literal pimp. Yeah. Or like you're like some fucking marketing wizard. So you're just like, oh, just, you know, throw hoes in the mix and people will fucking. There, I think there is something to that. Yeah. I think there is something like when people see me with uh, pretty women, they treat me better. Like yes. psychologically, yes. right? Like, and it sucks because all my friends are ugly, male and female. <laughs> And I just, I really got to step it up. I think that's the only reason I'm not famous yet. It's not, it's not because I'm lazy and I jack off three times a day. It's, it's definitely, I need hotter friends, I think. One time I was at this comedy show and, um, and two of my coworkers came by and uh, at least a coworker and her friend and they're, they're good looking girls, right? They're, yeah. they're pretty hot. Uh, and I came, they came in and I was like, I was like roasting them. You know, the, the set went well, right? And everyone at the show was like, hey, man, good set, good set. I'm like, the set was good. It wasn't like as good as what people are saying, <laughs> but I'll take it, right? Yeah. After the show, we went to this like backyard show, and there was like 100 people there. It was like they were selling shrimp. It was like a cool L.A. show, right? Mm. And I walk in with these two girls, and out of no comics I haven't talked to in years, like, Andy, oh damn, bro, you out? It's good to it's good to see you. You getting up? You get up, oh, man. Always. Oh, we, we should hang out. What mics are you hitting up? Where I was like, dude, shut the fuck up, bro. bro. It, it's un, it's unfortunate. It it it. I was uh, uh watching social the social dilemma uh for the first time. Uh, yeah, no, I mean uh, th they were talking about you know how like just the 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 hyper sexualization of everything is like very intentional because they know like if we're not going to get you to be addicted to you know the funny videos and to the outrageous politics we know that third last resort is just having you bricked up all fucking day long. yeah yeah it's yeah. money right it's yeah. money right so if if in order to drive up engagement if i'm on the other side like look my job mm -hmm. is to drive engagement I could try to create quality content all the time, yeah. or I could toss on like I could sexualize male and female too, mostly female because men are dumber and will pay more for. Anyways, but uh, <laughs> but but tossing that on is gonna make me money. Like, so why wouldn't I do that? Mm -hmm. Like, if I'm if I'm an executive, why wouldn't I have explosions and tits and like why would yeah. I waste time and effort? For things that don't make me money, yeah. right? And I and I get that. So money, you can't even blame the people who are 
like trying to do that, you have to blame. It's like, for me, I see it as like, we're, there's a system in place where we value money. So therefore we value tits and ass, you know, and we value that yeah. sexuality. Like these are our values, you know? Yeah. I mean, you're, 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 uh, I'll like complain about like, oh man, like, like why is my for you page? Like out of the 50 things they suggest, like 40 of them is just like ass. And it's just like, oh, yeah. it's just because I'm looking at ass. Like that's, yeah. Yeah. so they're just, yeah. you know, and it's, and it's, I don't know, man. It's crazy because being in the because I'm a musician as yeah. well, plus like hosting a podcast. So it sounds like you're an ass man. Yeah. <laughs> it sounds yeah. like on top of all that, you're oh, also an ass man. And, I, and I'm an ass man. Yeah, cougar and, ass. Yeah, yeah. Exactly. you like cougar. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> well seasoned ass. Yeah, and you know seasoned. Ass. <laughs> and and you know it, it's uh. That's uh, why I don't like white ass. It never it's never seasoned. <laughs> <laughs> yes, exactly. But it, it's bro. It's it's uh. If if I weren't in the entertainment space, I know for a fact I would not have any social media because it's just a game you have to like. If I weren't, yeah, for people who aren't in the entertainment space, you don't who don't like have to have it. I'm always so curious, and you're and you're not like, you're not like you know. I mean, let's be real, like you're not like exceptionally beautiful or something. And yeah. It's like, like what are you? What are you? Look at me in the face when you talk about me. <laughs> Look, look at me in the fucking eye like a man, OC, when we talk about ugly people, okay? I don't need you to... Why'd your eyes drift away right That's there? That's true. There's I no did, camera here. Look, yeah, <laughs> you couldn't look at me and make eye contact. I did the opposite thing of like when they talk about like slavery in school and all the white people like... Right? <laughs> <laughs> it's just as want, bad when you look all the way like... <laughs> <laughs> Jim Crow laws. Like, <laughs> Jesus. <laughs> Jim, yeah, that's like well, just bad, as uh, bad as like looking me right yeah, in the fucking yeah. eyes. Just look straight ahead. <laughs> Seriously. And every time we talk about slavery class with the black guy, just look straight ahead. I'm like, learn. I'm, I'm learning hella hard, bro. I'm just. Do <laughs> <or> not. <laughs> you can be back there like smoking crack, and everyone just refuses to fucking look at you. Yeah, it would be yeah. hilarious. But <laughs> yeah, no, dude. I'm. How do How do you feel like um, comedy? Because I, I have noticed, like, uh, it's weird. As someone who's, like, not a comic, I, I'm, I, I'm, like, one of those weird people that, like, just knows a lot about the space mm -hmm. and just, yeah. you know, and shit. And you go to shows. You're there. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. And, and uh, uh, I have noticed that some comics more than others allow that, like, algorithm chase to almost influence, like, their topics of choice. Yeah, and yeah. it's and it's like 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 from but from your perspective, how do you feel like social media like directly influences stand up? Um, it's relatively uh, new, right? Like not social media itself, but this like uh, wave of comedians utilizing social media. This is like probably like three years old. Pandemic really before it was kind of there, mm -hmm. but right after the pandemic, it just took off, right? Yeah. Uh, I think TikTok really changed the game in terms of stand-up comedy, mm -hmm. in terms of uh, what people like and want. Um, good or bad is not for me to say, really. I don't, I don't think it's good or bad. It's just like what people want and their expectations have changed. Mm -hmm. That's all it is. Mm -hmm. Yeah, because I, I, I wonder, I was, even you just saying that now, I was wondering like maybe like it, when... If there's like value in seeing like a really good joke in this like one minute or less format, I wonder like like uh, for maybe for new comics like then because I feel like there's different muscles in terms of developing like let's say like an hour long special. Yeah, 
Absolutely. You know, yeah. so like, like I guess that's so, and I don't think that has, really has anything to do with, with, with social media, but I think it's interesting that the attention span that we have today doesn't really cater to that, like, I feel like there, like, there was a time in comedy where, like, it was just all about getting that, like, special ready. Yeah, yeah. And now there's this, like, now there's this, like, well, how many, like, quick jokes can you get? Like, how, like, how many laughs under, like, yeah, you know? Yeah, yeah, I, I, yeah. There's, uh, in, in general, that, that is happening. But there are still comics who, like, love that hour idea. Yeah. Right? I'm still working on tightening my half hour. I have an hour that I haven't released yet. Um, I'm not feeding this algorithm. And it's, it's... <laughs> I want to be like, you know, it's like the integrity of the craft is important to me, <laughs> but it's like this is hella work. Yeah. <laughs> I'm just, I'm just lazy as fuck. <laughs> I don't want to clip this shit yeah. up. I don't want to post, but I'm just tired. I'm tired, dog. I'm tired, and I'm, I've always been lazy. And uh, but no, but the craft is important too. <laughs> yeah. It's, it's crazy. I mean, it's uh, cause I, it seems like like hearing comedian, especially like Joe Rogan. I love hearing the older comedians talk about um well there are times where i like fucking hate hearing them talk about comedy oh they're the worst <laughs> they're the worst the only person i think who really has a good there's a couple of comics who uh, older comics who have really strong grasps on uh like the state of comedy right now i think louis ck is one of mm-hmm. them and i think um i think anthony jeselnik yes. also is one of these people who really understands it uh and they're and they're 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 also old school. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? These mm-hmm. guys are also old school. I I I think. Yeah, anymore, yeah, yeah. Chris, he he seems like one of those like like just guys that are so high up and very comfortable just being like on his own island. Yeah, just yeah. chilling. You know. Yeah, he's gonna be fine. He's a he's one of my favorite comics of all time. Um, but I think that I think both Louis and Jeselnik have had some. You know, it's crazy. It's like recently they've had some viral clips go off. About their opinions on comics, you know. Yeah, I saw the the because like the the Matt Reif shit lately has been the big uh, uh, thing. I think Matt Reif, it, it, to me, I feel like the the more interesting topic is in the last year or two. And this you know feels like misogynistic to say this, but it, Matt Reif is a male example. There's plenty of female examples of this, but there's a lot of people who straight up are just are going into comedy and are just like good looking yeah and people yeah. just want to fucking look at them yeah they just want to look at them talk people people want two things on social media yeah. right they want either you to be hot yeah or they want you to be a character yes. or a caricature right like whether you are that or not is or, or what you think is is immature it's what other people have judged mm-hmm. and i think that's what makes it hard to do comedy and stand-up comedy is like it, stand-up comedy should be you presenting who you are, mm-hmm. not you presenting what you think people want mm-hmm. to be. Real good comedy. Yeah. Now, I have jokes that I think, and when I go to every room, I'm still practicing the art of like trying to make that room laugh, mm-hmm. right? I'm not experienced enough. I'm five years in. I, I just don't have the requisite experience to um, like really hone in on my authentic voice. I'm like starting to. Mm-hmm. And I, because I just, I have to get a joke writing down. I have to get, uh, like, I have to learn how to bomb in every space, mm-hmm. you know? There's so much I still have to fucking learn. Yeah. And I'm also, start, I'm starting to produce my own shows now, which yeah. is uh, not fun. <laughs> <laughs> but I have to learn how to do this because I, I and like the silver lining of, of the work that I do is that, okay, I know how a show is from the ground 
to the ceiling. Mm-hmm. I know what makes a fucking good show. I know exactly why shows are bad. Mm-hmm. And that information will inform me on stage. When I get on stage, I'll be like, okay, the reason why this room is not getting laughs is because boom, boom, boom. How do I get over that? Interesting. The best comedians will just go up and do that. Yeah. That's, what it, that's what it seems like. Right. But that's not true. They've learned over the years huh. what is important, what is not important, and they only do the things that they need to do mm-hmm. to get the laughs. Yeah. You know? Yeah, that's so interesting. You say like that producing a show would... Uh, give you more insight into like how you would do your stand because it's it's similar to musicians like when you're teaching when you're teaching lessons to a, a student mm. like uh especially if you're a young player and then you start teaching like you realize like you start to get better as a player because yep. you realize oh like you're spending all day telling people and like you're reminding yourself of it's like, in your it's in your head yeah. and then it gets in your body yeah and once it gets in your body you can like you can you can really create yeah, regardless yeah. of the medium, yeah. it's interesting. It's interesting that like like being on the outside of your craft can re- help what you do on the inside. One hundred percent. Yeah, and uh, you know, uh, by the way, I mean, going through your clips um, like early in the week and stuff, because are you you're are you first generation? Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. So like your because I think I'm first at, generation gay. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. yeah. My parents. My parents. They they were they were gay from beyond and now they're they're but they weren't native gay. I yeah. they they got gay when they came here. I was born gay. That's just yeah. a fancy way of saying Gen Z. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> yeah, yeah. But no, dude. I mean, because I'm first gen as well, and yeah. I think that first gen comics uh, tend to fall into a trap of uh, making a lot of their comedy uh, not not only about the first gen experience, yeah. but like like the stuff that we're used to hearing about. Yeah. That's and, a very astute. Uh, sorry, but oh, yeah, yeah, finish yeah. finish that. No, no, I was gonna say, but your I commend you because your you have stuff that like yeah, you're commenting on your race and and like like growing up, but like they're smarter though. Like they're smarter than the ones that you used to. Oh, just like being Asian and like you yeah. know like 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 or like the like the the typical like black people shit or this or that. Like your yeah. yours, there's like a, a just going through yours. Like oh, that that's not like the typical shit though. I appreciate I appreciate you saying that because yeah. it still very much informs like who I am, right? Mm-hmm. So I, I struggled with like identity and authenticity pretty much, um, you know, my adult my my high school formative years and also as an adult like, uh, constantly reflecting on that, I become hella keen to, uh, stereotypes mm-hmm. and tropes, mm-hmm. like, and I don't want to be that because that's not funny to me. It's kind of yeah. it can be boring. Now, that being said, I have hacky jokes. You know, I have... It's because they're easy. Hack, hacky jokes and, and, and tried and true premises are easy to write. So I have them in my back pocket. And then when I go on the road to the Midwest or something, I'll whip out something like... Yeah. Because they haven't seen a lot of Asian comedy. You know what I mean? Right. So I can do that there, get a laugh, and then long term, I don't want to keep writing those jokes. Um, but knowing I... You have to level up, right? Mm-hmm. So I get to the point where it's not as... Like, it's more original because... I'm getting better. And I don't know. I'm not like, thank you, but I'm not like that. Greg. But, but, but the, the observation that uh, first generation, uh, first generation, um, a lot of Asians and um, like other comedians say, well, yeah, there's like, there's like umbrellas that we will just joke under. Yeah. And I don't want to, I, I hate to like call it like a, um, like a, like a cheap laugh because at the end of the day, like, I think, I think this is where the, to me, the, the term like, like, a, like, like when comedians are talking about like what's like a like an earned laugh versus like mm-hmm. a cheap laugh, 
I think that you, you the dangerous thing is like you you're starting to take comedy a little too seriously. Yeah. And like if you get a laugh, you have to like remember like that's the core of comedy. Like yes, whether yes. it's because I know like like Seinfeld for example has a lot of opinions on like cursing. He feels like if you curse yeah. before a joke that like it, it's yeah. it's kind of a cheap laugh. It's like if yeah. you, dude, if you're getting people to fucking laugh. Yeah, and that, but see, that's how he wants. Like he has his own code. Every comedian has their own has their own code, right? Yeah. So I respect what he does. I could not do what he does mm-hmm. yet. You know, maybe I can. You know, as I as I you know, I'm always trying in the back of my head thinking about doing clean comedy because you know that's where the money is and yeah. and it's also like a really good writing exercise, right? That's so funny, yeah. Like it, like uh uh like you got to ask yourself as a comic, like what would be your America's Got Talent? set five oh yeah, set. yeah yeah i have my america's got talent <laughs> set i just don't want to do it on america's got talent <laughs> i'm lazy i get i'm lazy i should hit up there's a producer i should hit her okay <laughs> it's funny because even because there's there's uh there's a spectrum too clean because like like i feel like a late like like america's got talent is like the cleanest of the clean yeah and then like a late night show is like the dirtiest you can be without breaking like television rules yeah and laws they push and limits on yeah on, on yeah because i mean it's like anyone who's like up watching some dude like you know tell jokes at like fucking midnight they're not going to be bothered by like yeah you know, but there like, aren't going to be many complaints yeah but um, you still got to like follow the rules and shit yeah but yeah no i i i respect uh there there's like a handful of guys that um like comics i've seen on like these uh like like the game shows and shit where it's just like damn that was like a good five minute thing and where like and you kept it super mm-hmm. clean and it was yeah. like, actually really fucking funny. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's a that's its own skill, right? That's yeah. a good it, and, it's, and I think they used to say that every comedian needs that to work, mm. right? In order to get work, you need to have that. I don't think that's true now. Mm-hmm. It's getting less true because of social media, right? And that's yeah. that's one of the good things about social media. People always want to talk about like the bad things, all the bullshit that's changing. It's mostly just change. Yeah, it's all it is. It's mo- people are scared of change, and so they use social media as like a kind of like it's like a fucking enemy that you can just poke at because it can't really attack back. It's just the reality of it, right? Yeah. But what they're really scared of is like the change that they oh we, this is not how it should be. Yeah. How it should be, how comedy should be, is determined by the audience. Yeah. Right? Yeah. That's how it, sh- that's whatever respond. Yeah. And if I, I can be an expert on it and I can let some audience know and teach them how it could be, mm-hmm. right? But how it should be, there's no should. It's just how it could be. Yeah. Yeah. That's, that's how I think of it. Yeah. No, that, I, I mean, that, that's, that's such a balanced uh, uh, take. And, yeah, man. I mean, it, it uh, I mean, what's, what's his name? Andrew, um, not Schultz. Santino. Yeah, Schultz. Uh, like we, he, I think he's like the, the, the golden example of like, like the good you can do with social media. Cause he yeah. like really popped out of nowhere. For I mean, a he's a pioneer straight yeah. up. He's a straight up co- stand up comedy pioneer. Like when he started doing crowd work, anyone who was in stand up at the time and watching and like keeping a pulse on it, like this is like, you could tell people were coming to LA doing open mics. Like this is five, six years ago before Schultz like blew up, blew up. He was starting to blow up, but I remember seeing a comic. He's like, "Yeah, I just moved to LA, man. I'm gonna be like the black Andrew Schultz." I'm like, "That's so specific," <laughs> because he wasn't famous yet, right? Like, he's just—it's like that's wow. I can't. I I understood what he was saying, yeah. and I get what he was saying. It's, but it's like, dude, you want to be the funniest, smartest dude 
uh, big on social media and also be black. That's great. Yeah. That's great. I want to be the Asian Andrew Schultz. Like yeah. we all want. Like, but but the, I think that's like a trap too. It's like oh, we can have heroes, but to try to be someone uh, is gonna like uh, not be as authentic, right? Yeah. To be who you are, like, right? Yeah. And you were talking. You mentioned earlier about like that process of finding your voice, and I like I've, I've asked other comics this too in terms of just how, di- especially starting off um, in comedy, how difficult it must be to get the, your favorite comics out of your head, like, yeah. like you know, like like in that like that, because what is what like from the writing process, like where does one start? Because because there there seems yeah. to be this thing where it's like oh it's gonna take time, but as it takes time, what are like the intentional things that you do to find your voice? You have to listen. You have to uh, to find your voice and to get the favorite comics out of your head are two different things, mm. right? To mm. to get your favorite comics out of your head, like that's um, just listening is like oh shit I recognize that's like that's how Louis would say that. Mm. Like I I say this joke and I've I've changed it, but I still catch myself doing it. Um, where I, I present a stupid idea. As someone said to me, and I go, uh, what are you, fucking nuts? <laughs> yeah. And that's that exactly, Louis, Louis has said that verbatim. I'm like, I got it, I can't. But I wrote it like, I actually legitimately wrote it like that. So I change it, it's like, you fucking crazy. Like, I, I change it to how I'm trying to be like more myself, you know? Yeah. And, but I, I can't, and that's, a, that's like, this happened like last year. And I'm just like, dude, it's still in my head. Uh, how to find your voice? I don't know. Interesting. I have no idea. Yeah. I have no idea. I think just doing it and doing it and being like, what, what am I most comfortable doing? Mm-hmm. And maybe my vo- maybe I'm a sellout. Maybe I'm a clean comedian. <laughs> maybe I maybe I should be a Spider Man, children's party huh. actor. You know, like I don't know what my voice is. If yeah. I'm most comfortable doing that and just get like some people are just happy to get laughs. Yeah. And I'm like, that's I am awesome. I might be. Yeah. That's all. I don't have. I haven't got enough laughs yet. That's so you you just made me realize there's a there might be a a a, a difference between going into stand-up because you want to make people laugh versus going into stand-up because you have something to say. Exactly. And that, that's... I used to think I had something to say. <laughs> I did. I, you know, I was like, oh, the world's going to know about yeah. me. You yeah. know, I got shit that my opinion is so important. <laughs> and then I started listening to everyone's opinions. I'm like, there's no fucking way. <laughs> my opinion is important because zero people's opinions in my head, no one's opinions. Yeah. I hate opinion. I hate... I'm, t- I'm t- you know, it's kind of, it's probably social media and Twitter and all that shit that I'm reading. But like, I'm just I'm sick of like everyone having opinions. Yeah. I only care about my own. Yeah. You know, I only I don't give a shit about your opinions. I don't. You know, opinions are like opinions are like uh, opinions are like abortions. Everyone should have one. Everyone has the right to have one. It should be accessible. It should be easy to have one. But do not get me involved unless I'm paying for it. I'm voting for you. Yeah. I like that. Yeah. <laughs> I'm sick of it, dude. <laughs> yeah, I mean, I, when the uh, Israel-Palestine uh, shit popped off... Um, <laughs> I love that. that. Wait, hold on. <laughs> hold on. Did you just... <laughs> Did you just try to introduce a conflict in the Middle East like Drake dropped an album? <laughs> <laughs> when the Israel-Palestine no. conflict popped off, bro? That's so disrespectful to thousands of years of oppression, dog. That's incredible on both sides. You just, did you, <laughs> most people pick a side. You've offended both sides somehow, bro. 
popped the second, off? The second it left my mouth, I was like, that's not right. But let me, see, let me see if it. I can get away with that. That's so funny. I love it, bro. No, I love but yeah, it. no, like when that shit, when it was, you know, when... When it popped off. When it went When down, that shit dropped, yeah. When that shit dropped, yeah. <laughs> that shit was hot. It was, yeah, it was, it was, that's the thing. Like, it was, it's, it's one of those things where people want to rush and, and give their opinion. I had people respond, I, I posted on my story because I was like, I had a, um, and this was like, I guess like a month ago now, but I had... Uh, uh, an expert come in on like Jewish history and shit, come and talk mm. about what's going on. Oh, yeah. Because uh, I was like, well, I know that like I'm not like knowledgeable enough to like talk about this shit by myself. Yeah. yeah. And uh, I think well, you should though. Yeah. <laughs> I, uh, I've, get, I've got some, uh, 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 actually, and I will be because I'm closing out the uh, year with like a, like a wrapping up the year episode, just talking about like the biggest things that went uh-huh. down. So yeah, Israel and Palestine. Yeah, you have you have someone you came in, you informed yourself, and now yeah, you can... and I posted on my story, just writing like, hey, like you know, there's no need to like rush to pick a side and an opinion and shit. Yeah, and I even had people like respond to that, like mad that. I wasn't like picking a clear their side. side. Yeah, and it's just so weird. They're mad. They're, not, they're they're mad you didn't pick their side. Yes, people get mad when you don't pick their side because yes. they want to be validated. They want to feel right. They want to feel like uh, their version of justice, which may be right, which may be right, and they mm-hmm. could be right. Mm-hmm. But uh, being right and f- wanting to feel right are two different things. Yeah. Right. So yeah. if you want to feel right, that's going to affect how you treat people. Yeah. Yeah, and you know, maybe I'll just get this off my chest now, but uh, uh, just, 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 and then we'll we'll leave it at this. Just for some perspective for people listening, uh, the uh, Russia-Ukraine war started uh, almost now three years ago. Yeah, and Israel and Palestine have surpassed. Uh, no, Israel has killed as many civilians in the last two months that have then. The, the amount of civilians that have died total in the last almost three years between Russia and Ukraine. Yeah. Just to, just for people to like know how many yeah, like people... Yeah, I think that's a very, very important statistic. And it's, it especially shows like how that war really popped off. Yeah. <laughs> like it really, really, really... Those numbers really put into perspective the popped-offness of this oh yeah those numbers are good those first week album numbers bro israel outsold i mean yo ukraine was a hit dog but like israel palestine like that's all-timer bro these are all-timer numbers we're talking modern classics you know it's a it's a it's a 2020 i mean as every year goes by and 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 shit goes by like it's it's only in terms of people giving their opinions, shit being divided. It's only getting worse because these the social. I, I disagree. Okay, oh, I, I think I, hear I think your take. Yeah. I would love to hear that. I think it's getting better. Hmm. I think the education on like division and identity politics now that we've had a couple of like you know half decades to really understand, and it's not going to be good. I'm not saying it's good. I think the state of discourse in this country is is very immature still Mm -hmm. but we are just starting to grasp how social media affects us and that means that we are just beginning to learn how it affects us and how to be more effective with it as a tool Mm -hmm. so eventually the cream will rise to the top and the and the heavy discourse eventually will be part of the algorithm Mm -hmm. right like will be um chosen you know like whatever whatever it's gonna figure itself out is and it's never gonna be perfect. Mm-hmm. Also, 
Like, it, but it's it's gonna get. I think it's getting better. Yeah. I think this is one conversation that's also getting better, right? Like this is <laughs> that's true. Like this type of discourse is like really really important, and the people who are able to have that discourse should be more valued. I I totally. I you know what I like your take because it's definitely more a lot more balanced than mine, and I and I think uh, you're a hundred percent right in that the awareness is has definitely increased. Like like. Dude, I mean, it's crazy to think how like um, blind, like like think about like how social media felt in, like twenty fifteen. Yeah, it just it just felt so insane. Yes, yeah, it's like the wild west. Yeah, right? like that shit feels crazy. Yeah, yeah, and I still think we're we're still there to some extent. Mm-hmm. But now that we have one experience, like 2016 elections, mm-hmm. like those that style identity politics, now that we have that under our belt. It's like I don't know if we could. I don't know if we're going to go back to in this country at least yeah, right it may yeah. pop off in other countries that don't have a strong uh, social media presence right and eventually those countries may be may undergo a lot of conflict as well yeah and it, there might be but in our country at least like we're 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 turning we're not, I don't know if we're turning the corner yet I don't I, I can't see the future but we have one experience on the belt I want to believe yeah. that there's going to be some more blips and some bullshit too but it's going to it's it's moving in a direction. Yeah, that might be positive. Yeah, no, I mean, I, I I would. It seems like I would say boomers and probably Gen X, like they're they will. They're gonna allow social media to manipulate them completely. One hundred percent. Because I think it's younger people that are are becoming more hip to what it's doing. Because I yeah. feel like o- older people are just. Are more than happy to hop on Facebook and like tell you. Dog. To- <laughs> Old people opinions are the funniest. <laughs> They're just uncompletely balanced. They're just so unfiltered and it's raw and it's. I think it's hilarious. I don't ever agree with them, but I. I you know I think it's. I think yeah. it's like a style that's like everyone like. Oh, it's raw. It's, uh, yeah, because older people don't have the advantage of being digital natives. Yeah. Right. They weren't on social media. They weren't. Um, they don't have the etiquette a lot of times. Mm-hmm. And so they, they get angry and upset about things like that. I can't understand why people would say something like this. People are going to talk their shit. People are going to talk their shit. That's the nature of social media. Yeah. So you better get used to it because that shit ain't ending. Yeah. So people who grow up with it understand the etiquette, understand what we should like and not like and how that affects. We have that perspective. Mm-hmm. You know? And so that's why like, I think in a ge- maybe it takes a generation for things to get better. Yeah. It, it's, it's, it's interesting because on one hand, younger people are getting more like hit to the algorithm but then i feel like there's new things that have been happening lately that uh are kind of that that could be uh uh like a concern long term i feel like in the last year and, and who knows maybe it's like my horny ass algorithm but mm-hmm. like like I feel horny like- ass algorithm is so funny. I love it. I got a horny ass algorithm. It's not me. My algorithm is horny though. Dude, I, I, I'm okay. My algorithm needs a ch- fucking chill. My algorithm needs to fucking chill because it's so horny right now. Dude, it's crazy. Like, you I, have a problem, bro. I feel personalities have become so normalized. Yeah. Like, yeah. It, like, and it's not okay. It's funny because I, I, I'm not suggesting that like porn stars and shit shouldn't just be like people. Yeah. Like, it's great that they're going on podcasts and yeah. This and we're that. in a we're in a porn room right now. This is a casting couch. <laughs> this is a. <laughs> this is really the way this is shot. I'm yeah. definitely getting fucked after this. <laughs> this is for sure. I actually, my, I'm actually, I don't have pants on right now. And I'm hard. So. Uh, yeah, it's, it's funny you bring that up. Yeah, I mean, dude, it, it's it's. The influence, the, the, my fear is that 
porn, that shame of like, we all do this, but we're all going to pretend like none of us watch porn type thing. That is being knocked down and that like that yeah. shame isn't there anymore. Yeah. Yeah. And, I'm, and I'm noticing that like there's just the, the that that's um, there. There's there like 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 porn was behind like this gate that they like could not mm -hmm. open that yeah. would enter yeah. into like the normal world and shit. But yeah. that gate has been like completely fucking. Open. Yeah, we're flooded with it, inundated. Right. So what uh, what is your worry? That um, that there there's gonna be like a fundamental acceptance of constantly being stimulated sexually throughout mm. your day. Just like any time you open up your phone, it's like no like you're you're in and, and people especially on on uh, Twitter now X um, uh, that even have their fucking um, settings. Even if you like have your settings to saying like you don't want to see like. Uh, uh, inappropriate content or whatever. Um, there's like bots that'll like, like you could t uh, t uh, tweet like, man, I really like the bagels from my local coffee shop. And someone mm. replies like, yeah, I really like these bagels. And it's like a video of like someone getting fucked. It's like yeah, a porn yeah. bot. Yeah, yeah, it's yeah. just like, bro, like, like, like you can't, like if you go on a, I'm a rant score 34 points yeah. and there's like bots saying like, yeah. oh, don't click on my story unless you yeah. want to like see yeah. Like, yeah. like it's, it's, it's just, uh, you've just noticed like it's in the last couple of years, like the presence of, the bots. Porn, yeah, of, of bots and of porn and just like porn as a... Cause this is tricky because it's not that... Again, it's not that like porn stars or porn... It's like, it, 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 like they're lesser people or whatever, but they're... The only fan stuff... The, they're, the, we're entering this era where uh, sex workers are going on non-sex work platforms mm -hmm. and becoming personalities to promote their stuff. What is? And then let me ask you this: yeah, like, yeah. what is the problem for you with that? Because it's it's mostly underage people oh, that are watching. tuning into this. So, like for example, okay. Twitch in the last uh, couple of weeks they changed their uh, nudity rules mm -hmm. and where like like it used to it used to be like like you're worried about the kids. Yeah, dude. Yeah, with the kids, dude. And, and, and I, I was a teacher for. I still teach like freelance, but I was like a, like a proper teacher for like five, six years. Yeah. And um, uh, anytime I would ask the classroom, be like, "What, what do you want to be?" Like, all of them want to be streamers and YouTube oh, yeah, influencers yeah. and shit. I taught I taught high school biology for two years. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So, so when you're when you're around uh, uh, young kids and seeing like what they're influenced by, you realize like how like much of a sponge their brains are. Yeah. Um, especially when you're around kids that you have no emotional attachment to. Like, it doesn't, like, like, because like, you're not going to see your kids. You should your... always have emotional attachment to, like, like, when you were teaching, you care about these kids. Oh, yeah, well, yeah, 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 yeah. <laughs> But I'm not, I'm not, like, dying for anybody, you know? Yeah. <laughs> but, but, like, like, it, but, yeah, no, I think, I think the, I think the, the normalization of porn and, and accessibility and sex work on spaces that are specifically targeting kids, mm -hmm. that is that is that's a concern. It's, it is it is concerning. I think it, I think that uh, the reason why we had censors in this country, historically in any country, is like we're we don't know how to deal with children being inundated with something that theoretically can be dangerous. Mm -hmm. And it's only dangerous if it becomes an addiction, mm -hmm. right? And you develop unhealthy attitudes towards uh, physical bodies. Right. Sex itself is not dangerous, mm -hmm. right? 
And I think I think that fear is war- is warranted. I'm not trying to like diminish or like invalidate how you feel. Yeah. Um, I do think that that fear, like that, we're scared. We're scared because we don't know how to deal with it. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. My suggestion is let's learn how to deal with it. Let's like yeah. if this is going to be the reality, and it's and it's just the reality that we're, like that's going to happen, or it may you know we can try to fight as much as we want, but society is only going to get more sexualized. Because of social media, because of the internet, because uh, because free thought is for me, and maybe that's why I'm a comedian. Free thought is of the utmost important importance. But with free thought comes and free ideas comes everyone's opinions and everyone's views. Mm-hmm. And with that comes pornography, mm-hmm. right? Because we've monetized free speech, right? So and 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 drugs and and like uh, addictive lifestyles gambling like these things are going to so instead of being scared of how to talk to our children let's learn how to talk to our children yeah like let's actually refocus on the parenting as much as you can mm-hmm. you have to educate yourself to teach your kids like look this is something that exists if you do too much of this <laughs> it's going to have a problem in addition Please continue to respect people, yeah. you know, like, yeah. and not have your life and your proclivities and your vices affect other people mm-hmm. and affect society in a bad mm-hmm. way. We are able to do that. We are able to to teach our children that. Yeah. Especially if we live by example. Like, I watch porn all the time with my kids, and I <laughs> <laughs> and they're fine. They're fine. <laughs> no, I I don't watch porn with children, but. <laughs> But I think I believe in myself. Is it worse than watching child porn? Is watching porn with a child worse than watching? Hey, you know, if they do under my roof, like I'm not. <laughs> you know, as long as they do it at a home where I can watch. And it's like, uh, you know, like those parents, like in high school, like we all know. Okay, so we all know someone like in high school, and middle school that like their parent, like like there were cool parents, but then like the parents that are too cool. Too cool is too much. Yeah. Uh, when parents are too cool, they're trying to prove something, and I don't yeah, like that. It's fucking Just weird. be yourself. Don't try to prove anything yeah. to me. It's like, well, kids are going to you know, drink and do drugs anyway, so I may as well drink and do drugs. Yeah, but don't provide the alcohol. Yes. You know what I mean? Yeah. Don't, it's not coming out of my pocket. Yeah. I'm not... I'm going to tell them, like, hey, man, it's dangerous. If you, if, like, this is what I tell my kid. If you are at a party and you're too drunk to drive home, I'll pick you up. Call me, whatever. I'll do that. Yeah. Um, I don't want you to drink. You should know how like how much too much drinking is. Mm-hmm. You should learn your boundaries and your limits and how it's going to affect your life long term. I I have I think I have an alcoholic problem. You know I I do drugs. I I watch porn. You know I murder. Like it's all. I watch child porn. No, I. But if as long as you're able to, and it's difficult, right? It's di- my parents had a very difficult time. You know, raising children is so hard. So I understand the desire to have censors, you know, because it's already hard enough as it is. But I think we can do it. Yeah, I, I, and I, man, first of all, I got to say, I, I love your, your optimism. And I, I, because I, I need, it's, it's weird. I'm a, I have a lot of optimism in my own, in my own life, in like, in like people that I know and love and stuff. But I have, I, I have like a lot of pessimistic energy for like society as a whole because like the pessimist in me hearing you uh is is just is doubtful that people because there's a there's a fundamental 
level of communication skills that you need to to discuss that topic. Yeah, yeah. And and I and I I would love to believe that people have those communication yes. skills and wouldn't make it fucking like weird. Yeah. As well, you yeah. know what I mean? Yeah, yeah, yeah. But but you're right. Well, the, the I made it weird. I made it weird. Just <laughs> be clear. I definitely made it. I because I, I said something I, I shouldn't have said. I made it. I made it weird. No, I feel. I feel like. I feel like. I feel like half of the parents that would have the foresight to like have the conversation might just go the wrong route and try to shame their kids into doing yeah, the right thing yeah. instead of like having that like really gentle under empathetic approach and being yeah. like yo we all get hooked on the shit sometimes yeah here's what this is and it's uh it's it's i don't know it's it's tough but I, it's I, tough it is tough i'm yeah. not saying it's not and i and i'm someone who uh maybe as my job as a comedian like i will point this shit out i don't have the solutions <laughs> any comic who Same. says that they have the solutions it's always yeah. a joke I'm, or they we should not listen to their solutions yeah. it's, it's, <laughs> i love talking about problems and just being yeah. like, being like oh, someone fix it you it's know? it's easy on a casting couch to yeah. talk about how how much more yeah. is a- but I, I will say you know like like and maybe I'll leave it at this. I think the I think the sex work industry is having their tobacco moment. The same Ooh. way that someone of probably in the eighties or something realized that giving actors uh, cigarettes and movies and shit, making them look cool and appealing to kids, someone at some point in the tobacco industry said, "We've got to get these guys hooked early." And I think yeah. porn is having. You think there's an unseen hand that's like directing this 100%. kind of. I, I think that unseen I I don't I don't disagree with you hundred uh, percent. I just I don't think there's like one person being like no no let me let me I'll, ex- strings, I'll explain you know? that because yeah. because so when a lot of money is going into an industry that means that that industry yeah. has a lot of money to market it to yeah. keep marketing it yeah yeah so yeah. these these sex the people the, the top of the people in sex work that i like at the top a guest on the biggest podcast in the world to promote my only fans because yeah. i have that money to so so when you live in this ultra capitalistic world where like anyone with the right amount of money can promote anything i think what we're saying like it's not like this like evil illuminati hand in the background but it's the it's a i think there's a deliberate acceptance from enough influential platforms going like there's so much money in the sex work game yeah that if they're giving us money to like promote their shit like money's money Mm -hmm. and like that and not really considering what that's doing to like yeah just not giving a fuck what's that that's doing to like maybe young people yeah yeah yeah. Yeah. i think i think we should be considering how young people are influenced and i think those like the sensors we have, they're they're constantly growing, right? Like even on Twitter, there's certain sensors that, that are maybe not working. In Instagram, there are sensors that are could use tweaking, right? But those sensors are going to be like uh, hemming and like a back and forth between audience and company, mm-hmm. right? Whatever the demands that the audience wants, the company will take it upon themselves eventually if, if they're if they if they care. Mm-hmm. Now the problem with like unchecked capitalism is that if they're not financially incentivized to put those sensors on, then they're not going to. Yeah. Right. The system that we have here is not made for that at all. Funny. What you're saying reminds me of a, uh, this a months ago, uh, social media post, uh, who I can't remember the porn star that shared this, uh, but they were, uh, I remember it was just, it was just a regular picture of them thanking 
uh, the 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 teen, the Teen Choice Awards for like getting like tickets to like the it was like it was like one of the Nickelodeons. <laughs> I remember yeah. going like, why the fuck are you there? Yeah, yeah. Because she has kids. <laughs> <laughs> like she's like, a Phil. She's still a fan. She still could be a mom. Like, yeah, that's true. That's she's true. still like, <laughs> like, 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 what? Like, you you like. Do you do you think that her being there is gonna get more kids to watch porn? It's the. I think it's the. Maybe not directly. I, I I think it's just. I think it's just another small thing adding yeah. to an eventual reality of like porn. And sex work being a bit too intertwined with mm. non-sex work spaces. Yeah. It's just, it's just like, like that's that, a, you think that separation is a super important. It's su- it's super it's super like. I guess maybe the what I'm saying is like uh, people should be able <laughs> if you don't want to see someone getting their face blasted with cum. Yeah, you should have the option to not see that shit. One hundred percent. I, I didn't always think this. No, but <laughs> but <laughs> I agree. I mean, we can all agree yeah. that if you don't want to watch someone get blasted with cum on their face, you shouldn't have to watch that. I think that's a very good base. We should start there. Let's start there. Do you agree with me here? <laughs> yeah. And for people who are listening, it's just like, damn, I was like, what's gotten into you with, with all this shit? Trust me, this is what, when you're a few days removed from watching The Social Dilemma, this is why. Because I was just watching, I was just like so disappointed in like our tech overlords for just like Yeah, they're, they're human. Shit. They're human. Yeah. They're, they're human too. They like tits and they like watching videos of cum getting blasted into people's faces too. <laughs> yeah. These are the same people as, as you and I yeah. doing these things. And that's what people uh, oftentimes misunderstand about like Hollywood. Hollywood and the tech industry and the government is that it's it comprises of people yeah. and these people are fallible and they're flawed but they are they I don't know if they should help be held to a higher standard but I think the the work that they do should be held to the highest standard yeah. the people themselves yeah. we have to there's like there should be forgiveness involved for being human beings right yeah. and understand that what they're trying to now now if they're influenced by money and these corporate things are affecting like how uh, our society we should keep that in check. Mm-hmm. That's where government oversight is important, mm-hmm. right? Um, but when it comes to, uh, is, that's a big tangent, to come back to the, the porn question here, um, if we agree that people who shouldn't, wa- don't want to watch getting, come getting blasted on people's faces, they shouldn't watch. I agree in that. <laughs> that's not what's happening at the Nickelodeon Teen Choice Awards. <laughs> yeah, there's slime. Yeah. There's yeah. a slime. Yeah, there is slime. The cum is green. <laughs> yeah. It's just Shrek just coming on kids. That's all, yeah. that's all, that's all the Teen Choice Awards. And that's, and that's why we should stop. I think the blinds are too blurred. You're, you might be right. You might have turned me on this, actually. It's crazy. It's, it, it's, <laughs> it's, uh, it's, yeah, man. It's, but, but it, it, again, I love talking about problems, but uh, that, I guess that's someone else's job to fix. Yeah, um, I, I think I think it's we're gonna there, there's never gonna no one's ever the society's never gonna be happy with whatever balance there is. Mm-hmm. I think that we should rip the bandit off and then um, teach and inform kids as best as we can about healthy sexual attitudes. Yeah, like I think that's very fucking important. Yeah. Young men especially, yes. right? Like, and that that that's that's um, I taught sex ed actually. I, taught, oh, I, forgot, I forgot about that. I should, should not have taught sex ed. <laughs> But I did, and I would do much better now. I think than I did back then. Dude, it's it's crazy. Yeah, with the with the young men in in particular. I remember the school that I was doing because I, I was just doing like teaching for an after school music program, 
thing. And I, I now thinking about it, I remember the number of times that uh, a, a male like middle school student was caught trying to look up porn in like the spot, like the, the computer lab. Thing. Oh yeah. I remember like, like, cause there's so much. Did shit. you do that as a kid? Oh yeah. 100%. Yeah. We, yeah, we all did. We had computer labs yeah. and I would remember like there were, there were filters, but I would remember specifically going to like victoriasecret.com or fredericksofhollywood.com yeah. yeah. and just being like, Dope. Yeah. Not even jacking off. Yeah, just right. be not even trying yeah. to fucking rub one out. Just being like sick. Yeah. And I, sick. I love that we all know one person that did take it too far. Yes, and yes. <laughs> yeah, no. I mean it's it's uh it's 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 kinda it's kinda crazy. I, I I think the the idea of uh someone in the in the tech world, I guess because uh, they they call their departments growth. I, the idea of um <laughs> someone going to work and just being like, how can we just make people as horny as possible all day long. <laughs> it's fuck. It's there's something <laughs> hilarious and nefarious about that. It's yeah. like fuck. What? Yeah, because they're they're like socially trying to control how people feel. Yeah, right. That's the core of it. Yeah, but that's but that's their job. Yeah. Like, if they didn't do that. It's a private company, mm-hmm. right? What do you want to do? You want the government to sponsor a social media platform where it's like completely free speech? Right. Fuck that. Have you been to a town hall meeting, dog? No, <laughs> fuck that, dude. Yeah. No, people aren't ready for that shit. The actual, there needs to be some kind of barrier to like make sure the conversation doesn't, because uh, gets like steered away too hard, you know? Yeah, I think and the, 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 the tough thing is. With trying to solve these problems that you realize how many uh, other sectors and shit that like it intertwines with in the sense that like, okay, we could solve this problem, but maybe an indirect issue. Yeah, like even this poster, right? Yeah. Children on their birthdays, Truman Capote, like the poster is a young white woman woman with a parasol. Right, uh-huh. so there's it connotes don't know about, right. and I don't know it could be a best sex. I don't know what it is, but that is eye catching, and people know that's eye catching yeah. because it's a hot woman. Yeah, right. So it's it's pervasive, right? Yeah. But it's always been there, and now you're yeah. worried that it's like it's in our phones. That's what yeah, you're worried it's about. Yeah, it's a it's a you're I lo- I'm that's such a great point because um, if you listen to someone like um, Ella Fitzgerald, for mm-hmm. for example, she'll have lyrics that say like. Um, maybe not literally. It'll be something along the line. It'll be. It's like cheeky. Like, oh, I want to. You know, maybe after our date, if it all goes well, I'll take a ride on your Ferris wheel or some shit. Yeah. Like it was like suggestive, suggestive. slick ways yeah. of saying something. You know, a little raunchy. Yeah. And I feel like like where we're entering is like, remember like the photoshopped porn memes of like. Uh, maybe like photoshopping like a banana yeah, in yeah. place, it's and, a banana and it's like ad. a Riley Reed yeah, pick yeah, or some yeah, shit. Yeah, 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 yeah. Now there, it's just it's not even it's not even just that it's just straight up. Porn. So you're telling me you're okay with <laughs> sexualization as long as it's clever? Yes, hundred fucking percent. As lo- like 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 hell yeah, it's gotta be like slick and 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 why why just because you can put more barriers between you and the sex between you and the cum like just because there's more walls between you and the cum doesn't mean the cum isn't there. Like what? That's that's nuts. Like Elephus Gerald was fucking sucking dick, dog. Yeah. She was. She was sucking a lot of dick, true. and that's okay. Yeah. You can still suck dick and be an amazing artist. It's you true. know, like it's we, true. Sh- we. That's what we should be telling the kids. It's- like this happens, 
and it should happen, you know, within the, the law, right? Yeah. We, there, we have rules. There are still rules, but like it happened, like to we should have those difficult conversations. El- we should tell kids, Ella Fitzgerald sucks dick, right? And she's and my favorite, a pioneer. Uh, she's a, she's amazing. I, I'm going to listen to her going back now. <laughs> Dude, like, yeah, she's but a good listen. She's a great listen and gives great head. <laughs> both. Believe, you can honestly, do both. It's true. And, I, and you know what? It's funny because we, we have gone, we, we went from 80s and 90s from, uh, to uh, parents and older people begging kids to uh, not have uh, sex to now begging kids to like put the phone down and stop yeah. jerking off. Can you put the phone down and fuck someone? <laughs> right, exactly. Like, that's how hilarious. Can <laughs> you fun. just like, like, put the phone down and suck some dick? <laughs> Jesus, these kids these days, they're not even sucking any dicks. And back in my day, I was eating pussy and sucking dick all the time. Like, Put the phone down and just, suck some it's dick. It's crazy how far we have come in that. Like now we gotta convince it to like go outside and meet somebody and like yeah. go have that unprotected sex. Like go have an accidental kid because fucking no one's having kids yeah. anymore. Yeah, they they are. I, I you know I, I think a lot of my friends are uh, at least very aware of the effect that social media and the internet has on their kids, and they they um, you know everyone has their own strategy, yeah. right? But and that's and that's good. It's like. Everyone has their own strategy and philosophy on how the internet is affecting and, and screen time is affecting their children. Yeah. And that, what that's going to do is that's going to raise different types of kids. Mm. And that diversity of yeah. thoughts and philosophies is going to feed into the innovation of our society in the future. Yeah. But it's all whatever the parent decides, as long as it's in the realm of, of safety and, and whatever, like people aren't getting hurt, mm-hmm. I'm good with that. Like, yeah. I don't know what I'm going to do yet. It depends on the philosophy my future partner and I have with our kids. Um, but you know, it's gonna be fine. Yeah, it's probably gonna be probably gonna be fine, or not, <laughs> or 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 the world ends tomorrow yeah, before this gets released, seriously. or or not, or not. Seriously. You know, I, get, I don't fucking know, dude. <laughs> man, you know what? So I I I I because I know we we're, we have limited time, right. uh, and you know I'm I'm glad I got that off my chest. You know what? Now that it's the end of the year, because I now like in my head I'm like. In like end of the year mode, just like reflecting on shit. Yeah. Anything, anything uh, about? Because I guess I just kind of like ranted about like shit I've been noticing. And yeah, dude, you went off. You went. You, you went off on the porn shit. No, I'm, just, <laughs> but I'm like, happy. I'm happy to oblige. I'm like this is a good conversation. Yeah, I'm glad, man. But uh, anything, anything like like lately, or just like maybe like in this year, anything like that that has been like maybe that you're just thinking about, or just like you just found like interesting, just. Um, I think for, I don't know about in general, but for me personally, mm-hmm. I, I bought into the hype. <laughs> Just kidding. <laughs> it's a really terrible way of putting it. I bought into the hype of mental health. <laughs> I'm treating it like an album again. Yo, no, like, I've been like listening to this like underground problem, bro. I'm like mental health. Though. I don't know if you heard of it, but it's like, it's like, it's going to pop off soon. Uh, and uh, I, you know, I I used to go to therapy as a kid, and uh, for for other issues, uh, clearly. Uh, but I I started going to therapy this year, and um, it's been really helpful for me personally to put a lot of things in perspective, like my opinions and ideas on the world, where I am at with my like personal life and my professional life. Like it's really uh, very useful. I've gotten less funny. <laughs> gotten so much less funny. I'm not as funny as I used to be. But 
I'm happier. And I think that's probably more important. That's so interesting because being like mentally unwell is like the same. Is like It's like steroids for an athlete where it's just like, do yeah. I really want to like fuck with that? Like I know it's not good yeah. for me, but like it's kind of the juice that makes. The- exactly. So I have to not be a fucking emotional pussy <laughs> and attack the problems and the demons that I have and then still be funny. Like that's. Yeah. That's gonna be so much more rewarding, Rog. Yeah. If I can achieve that while while also focusing on like my personal values mm-hmm. at the same time, mm-hmm. if if I ever get to do that, then then the, that that journey is gonna be way more dope. That's so, dude. First of all, that's awesome, and and it's and I think like you just saying that now made me realize because hearing comics talk about mental health in comedy. Um, it's. I think it's easy to like, like start like analyzing things and be like, oh man, like everyone's a comic because deep down they have some type of thing where they like need to make people laugh, and there. But there might. I think there, there's probably the, the balance is probably like there's people who just like making people laugh. Yeah. And like there, you know, it's like we all have to do something in this world, like as a job. So then there's people just like, yo, like I'm just gonna go into this. Maybe they're not necessarily like severely mentally unwell some of them are yeah but yeah a lot of them are a good chunk of them very much like there's like a deep-seated thing where like the value that they get as a person is coming from like making a room full of people laugh yeah yeah. and but the question is like does it have to be that way it doesn't have to be but it's one it's i really think of it as people say stand-up comedy is an art form and i think it can be I think if you do anything well enough, it can be art. I think 90% of comedy, in my opinion at least, uh, is craft, right? There's skills to be had here. Very, very demonstrative and, and like very specific attainable skills that I can do the more I do stand-up comedy. And once I get that, once I get most of it done, then I can start doing the art stuff, mm-hmm. you know? Mm-hmm. Like I, I can have cool and important things to say, and I do, I think. Um, but if I don't have the craft down, no one's, the, I, I don't, you know, I'm doing two separate things. Yeah. That's, that's how I think of it. Yeah. And I, I, lo- I love that because you're, you're reminding, like, it, that's such a good reminder. So like, like you, like someone who's, who's got the craft down can talk about something so silly and insignificant and make that shit amazing. Mm-hmm. And you could have like the most amazing like content or bit or whatever, but yeah. like, if the craft isn't there. Yeah. I mean, it's literally, it's literally like having a bunch of like really nice, like Michelin level ingredients, but like you don't know how to fucking cook. Exactly. Imagine having the rarest, rarest dope, like this fucking, this, this specific ass mushroom <laughs> from like a forest in Japan but you don't know how to, oh, what do I fucking do with this, yeah. right? I could be, you know, like, it's great. Like, people have, there are a lot of comedians who are incredibly intelligent and they are correct about what they say, mm-hmm. but they're not great comedians. Yeah. <laughs> and that's and that's the problem. There are some comedians who are absolutely disgusting in their politics, but they're funny. Yeah. They're funny. Yeah. And that's, that's okay. <laughs> that's okay. I yeah. think that's, like, that's, that's the beauty of comedy. Like, that's the that's the shit that's gonna bridge like political and 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 like debate divides, mm-hmm. right? Why is it funny? Does he have a point? Mm-hmm. Am I laughing because he has a point? Like, let's reflect on why this is funny to mm-hmm. me, right? And that's good. It's good to have that. I think um, 
I'm a I'm very much liberal and leftist, but I like a lot of my fucking conservative Republican comedian friends more than my liberal comedian yes. friends. You know? Yes, I'm I, I spot on. I say this all the time. As a liberal, I'm on average more annoyed by liberals yeah. than I am by conservatives. Like conservatives, I like there's just stuff that like I just hardcore disagree with yeah but like i'm, I'm not necessarily like annoyed by them yeah. per se but they god i mean like the most the like the like very left people are just the most like insufferable fucking people yeah it's 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 yeah it's a tough so the most right the most right people are also annoying yes the most right people are very and they're dumb but i think as liberals we're like we don't even we're like they're cartoons to us yeah but the liberal, we that's familiar to us. Yeah. <laughs> and like and I, I'm even more disappointed in you because I agree with you. It yeah. fucking sucks. And I think we have a, uh, especially being my minorities, there's something uh, there's white a, liberalism. Yes, when white people get too comfortable, <laughs> that shit, that's so true. Crazy. That's so, it's so true. Crazy because it's so anytime, true. Like I, like on uh, especially like uh, X recently with all these polls showing that like the black vote is uh, uh, like like Trump is, is getting more support in the black community. Seeing so many white liberals come out and like confidently talk about what's best for the black community, <laughs> the past month has been wild. Like it's been, yeah. it, like it's been, because the irony is that you're not actually, these people that like you claim like this is the, their party and they, they, should, yeah. they should be embracing this party more, the irony is that you're not asking and having conversations as to why that support might be increasing. Yeah, you're not it's empathizing. Crazy. You're not empathizing. You're just talking. Hilarious. Yeah. I think more white people should just talk and then we'll see who's fucking legit or not. Because <laughs> so, you can't tell. You can't tell when I meet a new white person. I'm like, are you cool? Because <laughs> yeah. sometimes they're cool. Yeah. Sometimes they're cool. Sometimes they're not. Yeah. Sometimes they're dope. Sometimes and not sometimes they're really fucking not. Yeah, because you gotta especially especially as a as a if you're a a black person who, um, uh, in white people's eyes don't have like like a lot of the black stereotypes or some shit. Mm -hmm. Um, you have to like I always like like wonder be like man like would you like me if I wore a do rag <laughs> type <laughs> shit? You know what I mean? Like in that in that like. Like, do I happen, like, this is just, this is me being myself, yeah. but do I happen to fit into this box that, like, you're comfortable with? Like, if mm. I had my black friends that didn't, how would that, you know, how would that go Are you down? saying, you're, are you asking yourself, like, should I even consider how I'm perceived by white people? Is that what you're asking? Or Well, no, because I don't, I don't even think, I, 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 these days, that, for me, that only matters in professional settings, because mm -hmm. uh, there's, like, a specific goal there. Mm -hmm. But on a social level, it's more like a, well... You know, like either like someone or you don't. I'm not yeah. gonna like dwell on it too much. Yeah. But it really, for me these days, it really only it's like okay, well, when it, when we're talking about things that like affect my pockets and paying bills, that's when that's the only time I really care about what's going on. Yeah, that's crazy, right? Yeah, because you want to know, like, like do I have upward mobility in this environment, yeah. shit like that? You know, yeah. it's yeah, yeah. I want you need to, you want to know your place in your situation, mm -hmm. which makes sense. I think that's a you 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 deserve to know that, um, and that's and like that's the problem with racism, right? Like, that's <laughs> and you know what my problem with racism is <laughs> is that I never know my place. Is, is that a good premise? That's a really funny premise. I like it. The 
I just don't know. I just don't know my place. Like, it used to be, we're in this weird in-between phase with racism. Whereas before with racism, I knew you hated me. You knew I hated you. And we just live our lives. Yeah. Now, uh, but we're not in a place where racism is gone yet. Yeah. So we're not in this free utopian society. We're in this weird in-between, like, hey, do you fuck with me or what's up? Yeah. Like, yep. <laughs> do, you think, do you think Asian people are stealing from black culture? Is that, do you think that? Or For like, are you, are, are you judging me? Are you, do you think my dick is small? Like, <laughs> it's all these things. Like, we don't know yeah. what someone thinks yeah. because we're not, we're not post-racial yet. Yeah. We're like, in between. It's interesting because like you got to, especially, I guess for, for black people, it's like what you realize is that there's going to be a, in professional settings, personal settings, there's going to be like white people who pref, who will prefer, if you're, if you're the, if you're Carlton, they'll prefer your will. Yes. And if you're will, they'll prefer your Carlton. Dude, sometimes. that's a great analogy. You know? That's a great so, analogy. So, that's a great analogy. <laughs> Like fuck, like bro, the Fresh Prince was a civil rights show, bro. <laughs> I loved it. I like, like it's a bro, great show. Growing up, just realizing like, oh, like that they they were commenting a lot on like the like on what blackness is and is it exactly one type of of blackness exactly. And I, I even remember because uh, uh, I, I grew up in a diverse area, and I remember a lot of like there were like Asian guys. Uh, from you know, where are you from? Where are you from? Uh, Baltimore. Okay. okay. Yeah, yeah. So so um, uh, but I'm first gen Nigerian though. Okay. And uh, but I remember like like uh like whether you're Korean or Chinese or Vietnamese. I remember there's like Asian guys who were like very comfortable with being more in tune with their their culture, like like from like like from whatever household they came yeah, from. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And then there were like Asian guys that were more like. That like embraced like the more like I'm just gonna be like an all out fucking surfer bro type thing. Yeah, yeah. yeah. And you realize and like I, I'll bet that like from a professional uh, point of view, it's crazy that the guy who might be more stereotypically Asian, maybe some employers would prefer that because they're you like the racism in them is going like, yeah. oh, he's probably super smart. Yeah. But then at the same time, if you're like the Asian guy who's like maybe has more um uh is more like americanized you're just straight up like more like like uh and, and you're able to fit in more with like with white men yeah there's there's gonna be guys that like you more for that yeah so yeah. i can imagine there's and the same with like asian people uh who grew up it like with more black people mm -hmm. or mexicans right. they there's like a lot of asian people don't have a deep as deep mm -hmm. of a rich history as other minorities mm -hmm. in this country, in this country specifically, mm -hmm. and a lot of Asian uh, people come from Asia much more recently, right? So uh, it's almost like we get to pick and choose which culture that we appropriate. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. but the rea the reality is, is like there are certain tenets of Asian culture that are Asian, and not only Asian, but are specifically from the country that they come from. Like, yeah, they're very certain. Like, I'm Vietnamese, right? So there are certain Vietnamese things that I do. Right, and there are certain Chinese things people Chinese people do, and those are always going to be part of us. But those things are almost never like out; they don't always show outwardly. Yeah. Right. So the way I dress is like informed by, you know, I don't I don't know how I dress. I don't know what this is. This is from Timu. This is an Asian. This is an Asian company. So I'm being very Asian right now. <laughs> I'm very true. <laughs> but um, Nikes, I don't know. Anything, anything that you wear, like it reflects, like your where you come from, right? Mm -hmm. 
and what and where and your identity. So Asian people like, yeah, we we have a history of like not uh, copying is strong, but doing what what we like that to reflect our inner self. So if if you meet an Asian guy who it's like, damn, dude, this, this, is this Asian dude talking like a black person? Like, it's like, nah, dude, he grew up with people yeah. like that, and that's just how he talks. Yeah, right? and I, I get that. Like, like, because the, the thing about being um, uh, literally African American in this country is that you grow up realizing that people, before they get to know you, are, which is 99% of people you come across when you're just walking around, people seeing you, somebody might see you 10 feet away. You, it's this constant mental dilemma of knowing that you're being perceived as whatever they think a black American person mm-hmm. is, knowing that like you are as foreign to this country as someone from like fucking Switzerland. Yeah. So it's like weird because because you know that blackness means something in this country. Yeah. Even though if like culturally you're not you're personally not a part of that. Yeah. So it's yeah. this kind. So if you're like like African or you're like south american and you have darker skin or whatever but you're not black american like it's this weird thing of understanding like how you it's like you know yourself but you also know how you're being perceived yeah and it's it's just you're juggling those two things i'm constantly i'm also constantly juggling like i i uh i grew up in san jose which is like a very people say diverse a lot of vietnamese people a lot of mexicans that's mostly the population. At least two thirds of the population is, is those two groups: Vietnamese and and Mexican, and then like white, and I think that's like seven black people. Uh, and so we don't grow up in San Jose with a lot of like black culture. Mm-hmm. So what we get is what we see on TV, which is why representation, proper representation, is important. Right. Which is why Fresh Prince is important, yeah. right? Like that's hella important. And. Um, I didn't realize until after I left San Jose and even Northern California, like most people do not, for their most of their lives, know anything about Vietnamese people. And I was like, ah, this is crazy. Yeah. Like this is it's weird. But I, I have some understanding because of representation in TV and on social media of what other people think Asian people are like. Yeah. Right. So now I have to be like, okay. Do I go in that route and try to like present myself as a proper Asian in these contexts, or do I just be who I am? Yeah, I can't always be who I am because I have goals that who I am would be a barrier to those. Yeah, true. Yeah, so I have to tweak while still maintaining my authenticity. That's yeah. the hardest part about stand-up comedy. It's yeah, like that that back and forth. So that's why I say I don't know about finding my voice. I'm not there yet. I'm not. I'm still figuring it out. Yeah, dude. I mean, dude, the fact that you have that. Uh, awareness is that's everything though shit yeah. not knowing is being okay with not knowing is like the best my favorite part about myself because you get there's a lot of anxiety without knowing like should I do this should I do this should I hit him up should I do this? should I, you know I'm like ah, I'm just gonna be myself if I want to do something I'll try but I have to do it honestly and earnestly and uh, I'm not gonna be right for a lot of it but I'm gonna always grow try to get better yeah. So that's the only thing I can. That's the only thing we can. The world is going to fucking end. We're all going to die. <laughs> Nothing matters. So just like try your best. Like, <laughs> I love that. I actually love that. Like it's, 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 it's funny how like the older you get, like you, you realize like all the like, you know, 
the quotes and shit and sayings that you thought were were corny, dude. This is the realest shit, dude. That's the that's the shit I was just thinking about. Like I used to make fun of people. First of all, I still think if you have words as decoration in your house, you're a fucking loser. Do you? Have, I, I don't <laughs> no, care. I, I don't. Yeah. I, anything to like. If it's on the walls of your house, yeah. like, oh man, that's really sad. That you need to remind yourself to live, laugh, yeah. and love. Like, it's, <laughs> ooh, that's a lot. Uh, but every every once in a while, I I come across a, like a quote or tweets that's not funny. Mm-hmm. It's serious. I'm like, oh, it kind of speaks to me. Mm-hmm. And I, I was like, oh, shit, I won't. I don't want to tell anybody about this. <laughs> <laughs> I, oh, I just got inspired a little bit. Yeah. Oh, gross. <laughs> <laughs> I think that says I, a lot about me, I know, actually. No, I know that feeling. I know that feeling because it's it's so weird. Like nobody gay. wants to. <laughs> gay. Uh. <laughs> it's that toxic well, masculinity in me. If not, I yeah. dude, we, we've all been there. Yeah, I'm there. But I'm there. Yeah, but I'm yeah. starting to embrace it more, and it's okay. It's okay. Yeah, no, you do. You, you realize that more experience you get, and older you get, you're just like, damn, man. Like the 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 everything goes goes back to the fucking basics. Yeah. Um. And like being fucking cool is like overrated. Yeah. Cool is authenticity. Yeah. Cool. Like when someone you say someone's cool, it's like they don't give a fuck. Yeah. They don't give a fuck because they're who they are. Yeah. Dude, the big the biggest rappers and movie stars are constantly being told under like comment sections of blogs and their own <laughs> posts that they're fucking corny. Yeah. Like yeah, the biggest yeah. guys, like people be like, The Rock is corny, Drake is corny. Oh yeah. Every like it's like you can't fucking win. Yeah. Corny it, is money, bro. Corny is money. If you want money, be corny, dog. Like, do it. I don't. I don't want money that much, so I'm not that corny. But the second I get corny, I'm gonna make so much money. Yeah. I'm gonna get hot. I'm gonna, I'm gonna lose weight. I'm gonna start working out. I'm gonna be so hot, and then get really corny. <laughs> I'm a little Vietnamese rock. <laughs> Call me the pebble. On that note. <laughs> oh, that's a terrible note. Yeah, let's do. Let's end it. You're right. No, no, no. But but. Uh, <laughs> Um, actually, what? Oh shit! Yeah, yeah what time is it? It's four thirteen. But yeah, no, just because yeah, I, I like I love getting out of here right before rush hour. But yeah. anyway, dude, thank you for this because it was very short notice. Yeah, and just listening to you and, and your set, uh, I could tell that you were someone that I would just want to talk to like at length. Yeah, and I this is fucking. This is fun, man. This is a very good conversation, man. Yeah, yeah. Thank yeah. you for thank you for hey dial down the porn, okay. <laughs> Just dial down a little. It seems like it's hurting you, and I think I think you need to chill out. I don't know. See, talk to a sex therapist. I will. Yeah. I will. You know. Yeah. And then let me know what they say because I need help too. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> I can't afford that. You can do Dude, it now. Hey, I mean, luckily to me, I because I, I feel like I came out of the era where like like porn. I was like the last generation where like it didn't grip us, mm. and uh, so like luckily like personally I don't have like th- that issue. But just seeing like. What it's doing to like like young kids and the trends of people just like not leaving their rooms, being okay with like not ever having sex and shit. It's like, damn, bro. Yeah. Damn. Yeah. Yeah. Sexual I, dysfunction might be the next frontier, is what you're saying. That's crazy. Yeah. I, yeah, man. It's kind of crazy. That's okay. <laughs> it's better than killing. True. True. Yeah. All the dudes in the eighties, like they were like fucking stuffing one girl into a Camaro and shit. Yeah. Yeah. You could argue that this is better than that. Yes. That's an easy argument. <laughs> Died. 
I actually take everything back. <laughs> I take everything back. And you know what? On that note, guys, go jerk off. Yeah. Have fun. Just Be leave free. actual people alone. Exactly. Be and, free. Uh, Be free. You know, we should make AI art. We should make AI porn. I think that's a great, yeah. that's technology serving us in a good yep. way. Using people's images. It's like, okay, if the alternative is rape, I'll take it. I don't like it. I think it's bad. I think, I think, I think your face should be your face and you should have the rights to it. But if the alternative is rape, like, please, uh, please stop the suffering. Agreed. All right, people. We're out. Enjoy life. Goodbye. Peace.